This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Gamescom kicked off Wednesday with opening night live. Some major games were showed for the first time, along with other big updates. We'll break things down for you. I'm Oscar Gonzalez, filling in for Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining us is our new CNET Video Games editor, Alessandro Filari, making his Daily Charge debut. Welcome, Alessandro. Thanks for having me. Now, for our listeners, can you give them a quick summary of exactly what is Gamescom? So, uh, yeah, Gamescom is basically like an industry uh, trade show. Um, it's an opportunity for developers and fans like to see, you know, what's coming in uh, this year, but also the year beyond. Um, you know, historically, uh, E3 has been the more prolific show, but uh, Gamescom is actually the largest, uh, you know, uh, games uh, convention, um, you know, and uh in 2019, uh, you know, there was an attendance rate of over uh, 300,000 people, which was just massive. And, uh, you know, uh, it's a it's a great opportunity just for fans to see what's coming out this year, but also for and beyond as well. But, um, you know, it's a, just a it's a it's it's a great way for, you know, just people to see, like, you know, the latest trends in gaming, you know, and maybe some big surprises that they at least expect. Yeah, there was a lot of announcements that came out of there. And uh, the big show, uh, what they do on Wednesday is called Opening Night Live. That had a lot of big news. What what was that that big reveal that the, the show started off with? Because it was kind of crazy. Yeah, um, we actually um, got to see first, like just right at the beginning, was uh, Saints Row, uh, the reboot for uh, Volition's uh, sort of like a parody uh, GTA uh, uh, franchise. Um, uh, it's basically going back to basics. Uh, it's more about like you know building your you know sort of criminal enterprise from the ground up and just sort of taking over the street you know turf by turf. So. Um, Obviously, the trailer was like a really, you know, sort of like uh, over the top, like, you know, sort of like really just exciting, like, you know, sort of like experience just to see like all the, you know, different gangs members, like, you know, use like multi like missile rocket launchers and, you know, get into like these really crazy car chases, too. So it was, um you know, it was a great start to the show. And um, I believe you actually got to check out uh, the game uh, beforehand, too. So, um uh, yeah, no, I, I got it. Uh, I got to see a lot of your um, thoughts on it, too. And uh, I'm really excited for it. And. The other big game, it, it came from Marvel, and that's something that you saw kind of up close and personal. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what, what can you tell us about that game? Sure. Um, so Midnight Suns is basically like a, a tactics RPG in the vein of XCOM, but instead of like you know pulling together a, a squad of like soldiers to fight aliens, you're pulling together a squad of Marvel superheroes like a, you know Captain America, Doctor Strange, Iron Man. But you're also playing as an original character created just for this game called The Hunter. And uh, basically, you're really fighting like Marvel's like, you know, sort of like darkest, like, you know, monsters and demons with your squad of Marvel heroes. And who's making that? Because uh, that's an interesting change. Well, there's an interesting change that's happening with this game um, because of the developer that's behind it. Right. 
Yeah, it's coming from Firaxis, and uh, they're, they've been making the uh, uh, XCOM games in recent years, but they also make Civilization, too, so uh, they're uh, quite a versatile developer, I'd say. But, um, yeah, no, this one is very much in the vein of XCOM. Like, you know, you're building, like, a squad of Marvel superheroes, like, you know, expanding their abilities, and uh, you're even, you'll even be able to sort of bond with them, like, you know, interact with them, like, in between missions and stuff. So um, it was a really cool trailer, like, um, um, they used like a cover of um, Metallica's uh, Enter Sandman, which I thought was a nice touch. So, yeah, no, that's uh, that's definitely going to be a game to watch. Uh, another big, uh, big piece of news that came out of Gamescom, that uh, opening night live at Gamescom was Halo Infinite. Um, it's which has been in news because 343 Industries removed the game's campaign mm-hmm. co-op and Forge Creative Mode. Uh, what was the big Halo news that came out of uh, the opening uh, opening night live? Uh, well, we finally got to see the release date for Halo Infinite, which is uh, December 8th. And uh, they've been teasing like that holiday window for uh, like a long time now. Um, the game was actually supposed to come out last year as an um, Xbox Series X like uh, launch title, like within that launch window. But um, uh, after sort of a lot of like uh, some backlash from their first gameplay reveal, uh, they basically took an extra year with the game and uh, I think after what we've seen and what we've played with uh, the sort of the alpha, the multiplayer alpha, um, I gotta say uh, it's looking, you know, to it's looking to be a really great like sort of return for Halo. So um, yeah, no, I think a lot of people are excited to be able to play the game finally um, in December. The show also had a wide range of indie titles, uh, you know, small budget games, even a game that was developed by one person. Was there any of those indie titles? that really caught your eye that that kind of made you uh excited and hoping to hear and see more about it um i gotta say the one game that really sort of caught my eye was a uh, sifu um it's basically a sort of like a martial arts action game where you basically play as like a, a very skilled fighter who has to basically fight through like these different areas like the city to you know sort of like beat like you know sort of a master martial artist but um the thing about sifu is that every time you die or actually i should say like every time you sort of lose like you know uh, a mission uh, your character will need time to recover and they'll st- they'll begin to age when they come back to do the mission again so uh potentially you know you could be clearing through the game and, and you your character will be very old uh, by the time you get to like a certain section of the game depending on what your performance is so and um you know if your character uh, ends up dying of old age then you'll basically have to start the entire uh, game all over again so um uh, i think it's something you know it's a mechanic to be able to you know keep players on their toes but you know it's a the action just looks like so like you know sort of smooth and just very like slick and uh, you know I'm, it's just something i've been really excited to check out and what did the show end off with because there there seems to be kind of a story with this what, what was that game yeah, sure. Um, we got to see more of a Hideo Kojima's uh, Death Stranding, uh, particularly the Death Stranding director's cut. And, uh, you know, um, Death Stranding came out in 2019 and uh, it was a, uh, the reception to it was a bit polarizing. There are people who really, really love the game, but then there's also people who really, really hate the game as well. So, uh, but, you know, uh, I think in recent years, the reception has uh, become a lot more positive overall. And uh, the director's cut is really like a great opportunity to sort of revisit the game, you know, for people who played it, but also for people People, you know, who maybe like, you know, we're sort of keeping an eye on it from afar who didn't really want to, you know, sort of like uh, take those steps, uh, so to speak, <laughs> into the game. And, uh, you know, uh, the, we're going to see like a uh, new content for the game as well, like uh, new missions, new items for the character to, to sort of take advantage of. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's looking like a more more well-realized uh, version of the game, uh, which uh, personally I felt was a really fantastic, like open world game. And 
with uh, the the, uh, the Death Stranding director's cuts, uh, sort of a, a video uh, and saying what's in there, uh, apparently that did leave some people a little bit deflated because there was a conspiracy theory that a certain game from Hideo Kojima could have been shown, but it looks like it didn't. Can you give the listeners a quick rundown of that theory and what some people were expecting? Sure. So um, there's this game called Abandoned, and um, uh, it's basically like a horror experience for you know the uh, PlayStation Five. And uh, a lot of people um, online are uh, convinced that you know Hideo Kojima has a hand in this game, and uh, you know they're they're just waiting for an opportunity for you know Abandoned to be shown, and then a surprise reveal that Hideo Kojima is involved with the game. Um, so uh, every opportunity abandoned has been shown. There's always chatter about people saying, you know, okay, maybe like this message in the game is like a, a secret, like, you know, that Hideo Kojima is planting. But um, so far um, uh, that's proven to be not the case. Um, um, but uh, this all sounds really bizarre, but the thing is like, there is actually precedent for this because Hideo Kojima has actually done something like this, like sort of like that you know, surprise, like, you know, switcheroo. Um, um, I believe the first instance was for Metal Gear Solid five uh, uh, back in 2013. Um, that game was announced as the Phantom Pain developed by Moby Dick Studios. And um, the director of the game was named uh, Joaquim Mogren, um, first name being an anagram for Kojima. And uh, it's uh, basically over the course of like the, the fun months after that reveal, it was eventually announced that, uh, you know, uh, Kojima was involved in that it was Metal Gear Solid Five, And uh, he ended up doing it again for PT, um, uh, basically like this very uh, unfamiliar, like, you know, sort of surprise like horror experience and which ended up becoming, which ended up being revealed rather, I should say is uh, the sort of like the, the planned uh, silent Hills uh, follow-up uh, follow-up to, to the horror uh, game series. Um, but um, unfortunately that game didn't work out. So um, I think people are just really, you know, hoping that there's going to be like a surprise, like Kojima game out there. Um, but uh, so far, like uh, all the fan theories and stuff have proven not to be true so far, but uh, who knows? Um, well, I mean, the abandon isn't out yet. So people are still hoping that, you know, maybe something can come from it. All right. Well, thanks, Alessandra, for your time. You can check out our story about Gamescom at CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from Roger by heading to CNET.com slash Daily Charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Oscar Gonzalez. Thanks for listening. <laughs>